Podcast, the podcast where we cover Avengers versus X-Men and every single possible related tie-in we can get our hands on. Uh, this episode, we are dealing with Uncanny X-Men number 13, which is going to spoil the main plot line of AV- Avengers versus X-Men, even though it comes before it. And the, What are we even doing, Gary? What is Marvel doing with these tie-ins? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yep. If, if I didn't know what was going to happen in AVX, I would have been pretty frustrated. You know, because it seems like a cool reveal that we'll get to read about next time. Exactly. Yeah. Like, imagine uh, learning the reveal in a Kenny versus X, a Kenny, a Kenny X Men, and not AVX. Like, I, yeah, it's very strange to me. Um, but uh, we'll get to it in time. The very, the very least, this is related. Yeah. Like, this isn't having the like, oh, this is just a side story about what happens at Cree School. Mm-hmm. You know, bullshit. Um, the cover of this doesn't happen. Uh, it's a gigantic Phoenix Talon stabbing Cyclops. Uh, very good. Looks great. Uh, here. Um, and we're, we're definitely starting right in the, the middle of, of stuff that we haven't read yet in a, you know, not just the big reveal, but other things as well. Um, we get the Avengers and X-Men about to face off on the moon, which, uh, which we'll read about soon, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, and then we cut over to, uh, the people who were assembled after all the fights on earth. Yeah. This which we also haven't seen. Stumbling back home, basically. Uh, um, so yeah. We we start off with Magneto and Psylocke. Uh, Psylocke broke her arm, and he's you know kind of made a rudimentary splint for it. Um, they're kind of going back into the Utopia base when they run across Storm, who is taking care of a uh, um, God, what is Doctor Doctor Nemesis. Nemesis, who has been hit with chemicals from Black Widow, I think. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So he's he's a little loopy and out of it. Uh, and Magneto's got jokes because he's like talking nonsense, and Magneto was like, "Doesn't sound any different for me." <laughs> <laughs> um, uh dr emesis does a lot of little random like science speak mm-hmm. like if, if he wasn't an old white guy he'd be played by felicia day <laughs> you know he's constantly saying like well that just happened and are we going to talk about my brain meat and stuff like that mm-hmm. and he's doing it here as well so so what you're saying is nathan filion for dr nemesis in the mcu is what i'm hearing basically yeah basically but he's already uh what's his head adam warlock right he's he's somebody uh is he? Because he appears on a poster. Yeah. In a Guardians of the Galaxy, like, Easter egg. Oh, well, like, that doesn't count. Like that. <laughs> no, it, 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 but he's, he is somebody. He's not, it's not Adam Warlock. Who is he? He's somebody. He, he might be Adam Warlock. He voiced monstrous inmate in Guardians of the Galaxy. Also portrayed Simon Williams in a deleted scene. Oh, yeah. Wonder Man. In Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. 2. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Like, he's on, he's on a poster as Wonder Man. So Interesting. Yeah. And he's Wonder Man's voice in uh, the Modoc show, I think. Yes, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anywho, uh, they're basically like just like what what we heard from Cyclops, like you know they couldn't wait. They're all up at the moon, and we're like the people who are left over, you know. Uh, and they're all the, all these X Men are basically like, how do we get there? Yeah, you know, uh, we don't have a ship, uh, we don't have a, a teleporter. You know, magic is on the moon, and the kids are all stuck at the Avengers Academy. Like, no, 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 uh, they escaped, you know, but they're scattered to the winds. We don't know where they're at. I, um, uh, I really like and, this idea of the X-Men that are left behind going like, how do we get to the fight? <laughs> like, usually we just hitch along dude. to the moon. Like we don't have moon powers. <laughs> We're not those guys. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. If I had a meeting on the moon, I'd be pretty fucked up. Like, I don't think I would <laughs> be able to get there in time, you know? Um, meanwhile, means. we, we, we flip over to the beach uh, at Utopia where the kids that have escaped from Avengers Academy or a handful of them, um, namely our, our, our principals that help that hope has helped find. Um, there's only two of them missing. There should be five. Uh, one is at the school, 
um I can't remember her name, but she's the one that like kind of split up in the whole schism event. Um and the Oh Loa. Loa. And the other one is yeah. Oh no, not Loa. It's the um she's at the Wolverine school. Um it doesn't matter. Who oh. Cares. oh, Edie? Edie, thank you. Uh yeah. and then the other one whose name I forget, who has like crazy body horror powers, I think he might have died at this point or turned villainous at some point. Mm. So um it's just gotcha. It's three of the lights and then Pixie, who is the only Welsh X Man that I'm aware of, which is kind of cool. And the remaining teleporter. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they teleport. She teleports them to the beach outside of this because they got a note uh, from Phoenix. Yeah, that uh, says, "Sorry, ask unit." That uh, that, uh which is good advice. That, that happens in Secret Avengers number thirty-two, which is why we haven't covered it. <laughs> <laughs> really? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, like, it's like we're really gonna tie Secret Avengers back in that hard. <laughs> the, the fact that you actually like were willing to even walk with me on that joke was, was says everything we need to know. One hundred percent, I was. <laughs> yeah, seems plausible to me. Um, the uh, they're gonna go break in uh to check in on Unit. Yes. You know, is the idea. Uh, they teleport in. I love Unit. Like, oh, hello. I wasn't expecting company. Like, Unit is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he basically says, you know, oh, the Phoenix, what do you want to know? Like, I'll, I'll lay it out for you. It turns out he's stalling for time, but we'll, we'll find that out. Yeah. Um, the remainder X-Men are all lying around telling stories about how they got their ass kicked, uh, going off and looking for hope. You know, uh, Black, Black Panther distracted Storm long enough to get the upper hand on her. Um, you know, and Psylocke was trying to uh, stop Quicksilver and lock him down and distract her so Red Hulk could go up and break her arm. Uh, in a really brutal like panel, like we see her in a splint and we see Red Hulk basically like pushed her arm through the elbow and broke it. Yeah, uh, here, um, pretty nasty. If we didn't live in a world with like multiple healers, I'd be like, this is a life changing problem for Psylocke. <laughs> like this is gonna be yeah. this is gonna be a big deal. Um. Magneto talks a little bit about, hey, like, it's not so bad, at least, like, it's not your direct, you know, immediate family that's doing all of this. Um, You know, like, Wanda is basically the reason that all of this is happening. And then kind of catches himself and is like, you know, it's not her fault. Like, we have to forgive. Um, And just that little piece of uh, him still trying to work through his feelings about, you know, his kids or not his kids or Mm -hmm. whatever they are at the status, whatever status they are at this exact time um, is really interesting. Like I I like just a little glimpse into the mind of Magneto is really good. I like how he pulls water from a box uh, here and then pours it into Dixie cups for everyone to split one bottle of water. Yeah, there's multiple bottles uh, in, the, very, in the thing. <laughs> like, yeah, what are we doing? <laughs> very environmentally conscious for you. And they do a shot. Like, they do they do a toast like they're toasting liquor. But it's bottled water poured into red Solo cups. Um, sure. Very strange. Yeah. Uh, but they're, they're, they're basically talking about, like, oh, you know, every, like, Logan and Quicksilver and Beast, like, betrayed us. You know, uh, good luck to, to Scott Summers, Emma Frost, Namor, and Peter and Ileana Rasputin like the people who are actually going to do this for us on the moon. We wish we were there, you know, to our friends, uh, here, like a little bit of X-Men solidarity. Um, we cut over to the kids in unit school, uh, learning about unit, uh, in the unit unit. Um, basically just saying like, Hey, I gave hope the best advice I could. My whole thing is that, uh, I want to have a peaceful universe. The Phoenix's universal content or constant doesn't like that. Yes. You know, so she was pushed and she's pushing back, you know, so, and he basically says, confirms, it's like a theory, but he's confirming the Phoenix was summoned because somebody said no more mutants. Yes. 
you know, because uh, the, the decimation event happened. Um, um, the Phoenix will rebalance this. Really, you know, Seabeant and Wanda as like the the biggest villain, whether or not she meant to or not, of, of the Marvel universe. <laughs> yeah. In this, in this decade of Marvel, anyway. Um, and he says, like, you know, Hope has to, to merge with the Phoenix um, in order to balance all of this. Um, and he says, like, this is only a theory given information that he's aware of. Um, and he says, I've only been around a short time, but this, a similar thing happened five billion years ago. Um, and he relates this story. And I don't know if, I don't know if this is all new, but for some reason, this really felt familiar to me. I don't know if they covered this in another comic that I've read at some point, but he talks about this ancient civilization uh, run by a legion of demons. Uh, and they're basically, they're like, um, and then uh, the demons like had all of these slaves. And then in the slaves, a Messiah was formed uh, and she picked out five occults and merged with the Phoenix in order to uh, balance the forces of this planet. Um, yeah. Well, specifically she, she showed up because they stopped evolution. Yes. I'm sorry. I, I, like they stopped, yeah. they stopped progress. Yeah. So like the idea, um, you know, and that's basically what happened with the no more mutants thing as well. You know, like mutants are an evolution of humans and it's saying like, this is a cosmic force that whenever somebody tries to you know stop that natural order, that's when the Phoenix comes up and that kind of ties into some Grant Morrison, like the Phoenix repairs timelines, mm-hmm. you know, kind of stuff like this, this, this is of a, of a piece with what we know about the Phoenix and, um, uh, which is good. Transonic t- stops him kind of in the middle of this and like, wait, if this other Messiah had all, all of the cults around her, like, why did you tell hope that he, she should just go to the moon and she didn't need to wait for us. And this is when unit reveals like, Oh, I, I, I don't really care if Hope does this or not. Like, it's just a theory. I want to see what happens when it when she doesn't have access to those. So, you know, yeah, I, she's she wants to save, you know, the world. I'm just here to get information. Like, I, I'm just an observer, basically. But obviously not just an observer yeah. because he's actively preventing things from happening. So, <clears throat> yeah, there's, there's this great little bit of dialogue where Velocidad's like, uh, what's going to happen? And he says, like, pay attention. I don't know what's going to happen. That's why I'm telling you. Like, he slips into asshole teacher mode here after kind of luring them into a, this false sense. Uh, and they're all like real pissed at him, you know, like, Oh, you, you know, you son of a bitch. Uh, and he's like, yeah, you know, I'm sorry. I did like hope. Um, you know, I really did like her. I'm sorry that I sent her off presumably to die without her support group here. Pixie calls him an absolute um, toe rag. And I think that might be one of the best insults yeah. I've ever read in a comic book. That's great. Toe rag is good. Toe rag is really yeah. good. Um, the, uh, you know, they're, they're talking about the X-Men are the remainder X-Men are talking about ways to, to get back up to the moon to help. Yeah. You know, they're like, Oh, what if we got a spaceship? Like somebody has to have a spaceship. There's an alien at Logan school. You know, what about, uh, danger? You know, she's a technomorpher. She could probably turn into a spaceship, you know, uh, where is she? And storm kind of is like, uh, and we cut over, uh, you know, she says, I don't know. And this is where. Uh, danger comes in and takes out the students. Yes. Here. Unit was distracting them and uh, he has total control over danger. One of the absolute all worst, you know, worst all time character designs in comic book history. Absolutely. Uh, just a stupid looking, horrible monster. Just a really, so really bad looking dreadlocked character out of a fucking room with holographic lights. Yeah. Um, fucking horrible. I will say that I like like her power set when it gets used is really cool. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. and then this whole thing with her attacking the kids and saying, I'm sorry, 
this I can't, it's not my choice I, I i can't control like i like the i'm not i'm i'm not willingly doing this is and i'm aware that i'm not willingly doing this is you know horrible and you know not fun but it's it's cool like it's a yeah this whole fight scene I get is too. cool yeah uh you know as she takes him out pretty handily here um i love that the way that she takes out uh, uh semisonic or supersonic or whatever transonic the the atlantean mm-hmm. Transonic by putting a hard light cube around her head and stuff like choking her out. Basically. She's not like, that is a really cool. Uh, she, she's not the Atlantean she, by was, the way. That was, just, oh, that was okay. just some random. Well, she's dude. got pointy ears. Yeah. What the hell is she? She, I mean, she's just a normal mutant. She would just got converted into a blue okay. person. I don't even remember her fucking powers right now. I think they're speed, but, um, like, no, that's Velocidad. No, that's Velocidad. What the fuck is her power? Um, and Velocidad doesn't actually get faster. He just seems like he gets faster to everyone around. It's very confusing. Yeah. Like, Generation, Generation Hope. This is a confusing group of new X Men. And, and I've read like um, thirteen. You'd think I would remember, but I've read like so many comic books, and like I just went on a bench, and now I remember nothing from it. <laughs> yeah. Horrible, horrible people. Um, yeah, but I, I do uh, like the cube. But I love lo- like that is very cool. Yeah, it's real cool when uh, the the Invisible Woman does that shit. Yeah, like every once in a while she does something really rad like that. There's like some comic I remember. Oh, in uh, Wolverine, Enemy of the State where Wolverine becomes, uh, gets kidnapped by Hydra and becomes an assassin. There's a part where she puts, um, little, little marble size, like force fields inside his lungs and they don't show it. It's just Wolverine walking around and then just like doubling over and you know, the worst pain you can imagine. Cause you have a fucking marble inside your lung. I, um, you know, I was taking a test in high school, like a ACT, like a, like an important test and then felt so physically ill that I had to be taken to the hospital. Um, and I was in the hospital for a couple of days because they did an x-ray and discovered, discovered mm. something called a pneumomediastimen in my lungs, which is exactly what you were fucking talking about, where a pocket of air de- wow. develops like in between the lining of your lungs. Um, and it was horrible. Like it was, it was, and like, I just had to stay at the hospital. Like it didn't, after that it didn't hurt, but it's one of those things like if they don't watch and, and handle, then it could potentially kill you. Um, or you could have like majorly invasive surgery where they have to like touch your lung. Um, and fortunately like none of that ever happened, but it was really fucking weird and it felt awful the entire time. So yeah, that's horrible sounding. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Transonic's power is, is flight at great speed. Okay, so also speed, but specifically in the air. Yeah, I guess. And Velocio cool. Dad isn't speed; he's he's time. Like he just he he changes time so that he's perceived. Because they did that really funny panel with him and uh, Nemesis, where Nemesis is like, "Well, if you can run really fast, you can run across the water." So he takes off and he like gets two steps in, and then fucking oh yeah, coyote yeah. coyotes his way into the water, which is very funny. So. so it's not it's not speed, but it's it's kind of speed. Like he also can move. Faster through time stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like I was reading about him on on uncannyxmen.net. So, so, but the problem is uh, uh, with him is if he speeds up time, uh, like around him, so he can move fast, then he ages. So like he's aging yeah, more yeah. rapidly than all of his like friends. <laughs> yeah, but that's a cool idea. Yeah. Um, you know, basically, uh, so the the bad guys have won here, uh, and Unit makes Danger clean them all up. You know, says it's time to clean up. You think that they're all dead. Uh, they are not. Um, we uh, we go to the the uh, the extra X Men. They're trying to to head up, and everybody who's psychic has a little mind fuck because the Phoenix shows up. Yeah. So Rachel's screaming. Psylocke is screaming. Um, we get a panel that I don't know what this robot is because we haven't read the comic yet. It's like the Phoenix Buster armor or something. It's got to be the Phoenix Buster. Like he's got to. 
he has to have like Tony has to have gotten everything from the Secret Avengers about all of their things and like created Phoenix Buster armor, right? Like Phoenix Cage armor yeah. or something. Um, but we don't know that yet yeah. because comic books are bad at chronologically telling stories. Sometimes chronological. Uh, and they, they say like whatever whatever was going to happen happened. Yes, you know, like it's it's too late for the the big event on the moon. Uh, the kids are on the beach, you know, and Unit's like, yeah, I wouldn't have killed them, you know. They're we wiped their memory. They're just going to wake up and think that they, you know, got uh, injured when they were escaping. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have no interest in killing them because uh, Unit's not purely a villain. Um, and they look up at the moon and they see this like light and they think it's a, like a shooting star. You know, which makes me think that uh, like make a wish he did something he did something weird to the, to her brain than he meant to or to to their brains than he meant to because like if they if they're not even really like concerned about where they are to the point where they're just looking up and like oh make a wish and they're not like how did I get here or anything <laughs> yeah yeah <clears throat> the uh, and the final the thing that they saw uh, is the Phoenix Force Five or whatever it's uh, the X Men that are on the moon and their new Phoenix outfits. Uh, floating above the Avengers. Yes. And uh, we will presumably see that soon. Yeah. Hopefully in the next episode uh, of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to see what, what's happening here. Uh, it's an, it's an interesting crew. I'm real curious as to, to how that works, how that's going to, you know, how that's going to play out. So, and like, I've really um, like, cause in the order of comic book Herald and like in the order on the app, it specifically says that this issue is before Avengers versus X-Men five. Like, I wonder if someone at Marvel was like, Oh, they're going to read Avengers Academy or excuse me, uncanny X-Men. And then like, there, it's going to be a cliffhanger until Avengers versus X-Men come out. Like it's going to be, a, and I'm like, I, it, I can't be that way. Right. Like it had to be just a publishing thing, like a timing it, thing. It's weird because the beginning of this one talks about it. Um, it happens during. Right. And it, it makes sense. Like this is what's happening on earth while what happens on the moon, but what happens on the moon is a much bigger reveal. Yeah. Uh, and that ends up being the, the part that feels bad about this. So it's, it's fine. Uh, you know, like this is, this is necessary. You know, this is good context. The kids being escaped is going to end up being important, mm-hmm. you know? And I am, I always want to know what units up to, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> Whenever a unit it, is not it, on it just the screen. Mean, it, <laughs> I got to know what units up to. It makes me want to uh, just like sit down and read the rest of the crossover today. But then I know that I will not have a good memory and will end up having to like reread them all yeah. right before we record. So I've, I've, I've been caught in that as well because um, I think I mentioned on here a couple of times that like I've read a bunch of X-Men leading up to this event to try to get more context for it. And just cause I was really in the mood for X-Men and then caught up with it and was like, well, like I could either read through it and then just keep going and then be completely fucking confused as to what happened and like say a bunch of wrong shit on the podcast or I could like switch lines. So I'd switch over to Fantastic Four and that didn't help me at all. That's just as confusing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They're running two series of, Fant- of Fantastic Four concurrently like side by side and you kind of have to read both to figure out what the hell is going on. It's really awful. It's not awful. It's just, you know, yep. just weird how comic yeah, books work it's, sometimes. It's a little annoying. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, thanks everybody for listening. We appreciate you. Yes. Uh, and if you want to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. You can also uh, leave ratings reviews on Apple Podcasts or Podcast Addict. And please tell your friends. Yeah. Um, also, like we, we, we've been talking about doing maybe uh, an episode on, on What If, since that's about to wrap up. Yeah. Um, if you want us to do that, let us know. Um, there's also some MCU stuff that's come out that I have not been able to see because I refuse to go to a movie theater. 
super bummed that that yeah. as much as I wanted that movie Shang-Chi to be successful, I'm, I'm kind of bummed that everybody went to go see it in person and Disney was like, oh, people are still going to the theaters. We can just release this stuff at, at the theaters now. I yeah. don't have to worry about Disney Plus. So, um, It's coming to, uh, apparently it is going to come to Disney Plus in November or something. There was some hint. It's, uh, they, they said it. It's November 13th because it's yeah. my birthday. Yeah. Oh yeah. Happy birthday. And it's the day the, uh, that we're yeah, having I'm, fake Thanksgiving with like my two sisters and their husbands. So like, I'll be just, all right. Y'all big need, family shang tea. Y'all, y'all, y'all need to leave. I got my, gotta get my MCU on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I've heard really good things about that movie. Me I would too. like to watch it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm waiting for it to come to home as well. But yeah, uh, we'll, so we will basically, I think it's probably likely that we'll, we'll chill out and do some, some MCU stuff for a little bit. Yeah. As we move, like it's, you know, probably almost as soon as the comics get back to dealing with iron fist, <laughs> we're like, okay, I need a break. Yeah. Yeah. Any that fucking scrying pool one more time. I'm done. Any iron fist issue where we'll talk about what happens for five minutes and then talk about one of the what if episodes instead. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep, yep, yep. Thanks everybody. We'll see you in a couple of days with, uh, AVX five.